Welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay, daughter of Christ, wife, mom, brand, and social media specialist, strategist, and coach. I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life. With a foundation of faith, I help you create an irresistible brand and a voice to be heard, leveraging social media in the online space to impact individuals, build and scale communities, and develop simple strategies for a thriving and profitable online business. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Talking all things faith, family, life, business, and the in-between. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. I hope you are jumping in right now and listening to this podcast because you are interested in how you can build, launch, and scale your email list. Something that I have been able to do, something that I love talking about, but when we start creating an email list, we got to start thinking too, what are mistakes that we definitely need to avoid? Oh my gosh, there are many of them. And I'm covering 12 of them with you today. So if you want to avoid these mistakes, then you definitely want to keep on listening. Let's go ahead and dive right in. probably thinking email, email's got to be dead. I'm going to cover that in just a moment because it absolutely is not. But I want to, for those of you that might be new to hearing who I am, give you a little bit of an intro. So my name is Whitney. I'm a 13 plus year brand and social media specialist, strategist, and coach and owner of Social Savvy Influencer, which is a brand and social media agency. And I help you create an irresistible brand and voice to be heard, leveraging social media and the online space to impact individuals, build and scale communities, and develop simple strategies for a thriving and profitable online business. And email marketing, let's just talk about this for a minute. Something I wish I would have started sooner in my career. When I think about being in business for myself for now 13, over 13, years, it is one thing that I kick myself on not starting earlier. I was successfully able to build my email list from zero to over 6,000 subscribers within my very first year. And now I show people exactly how to do that inside. And we're specifically in a series right now inside my VIP community, which you can see in my profile. Or if you head on over to my Instagram and click the link in my bio, you can jump in there and give it a try for just $1 your very first month. And I'm going through an email marketing series. This Thursday, we have our first workshop where I'm really going to walk everyone through how to build out their first welcome sequence and flow 
And I'm going to talk to you more about that here in a minute. And email marketing is so powerful and it's a way to communicate. It's a way to build community. It's a way to make sales. It's a way to create just more conversions in general in whatever aspect you're trying to convert people, whether that's into a community, over to your social media, checking out a product, buying a product, you know, getting feedback, getting reviews. Email has so much power. And I want to dive into this this morning, but there are 12 email marketing mistakes that a lot of us don't really necessarily pay attention to, or we're making on a regular and we don't even realize that we're doing it. So I'm going to cover those today. But first, the first thing is this, this is the first mistake that we all make. And it's thinking that email marketing is dead. I'm going to read you off a couple stats really quick. Okay. Number one, there's over 4 billion daily email users. Okay. Over 4 billion daily email users. Number two, marketers who who use segmented campaigns note as much as a 760% increase in revenue. And then 59% of millennials primarily use their smartphones to check email while 67% of generation Z scan their inbox on mobile. 99% of people check their emails daily. 99%. Isn't that crazy? So email is not dead. It's just Are you doing it the right way? Are you implementing the right practices? Are you communicating on a regular basis? So let's continue on with these 12 email marketing mistakes that you definitely want to be avoiding. Number two is that you don't have an opt-in form. Okay. Whether it's you send people to your website and you immediately have a pop-up on your website, or maybe you're selling or not selling, but you're offering a freebie. And before people access that freebie, you have an opt-in for them to opt in to your list so that they can get that email that says, here's your freebie, go ahead and click here to download or go ahead and click here to play or whatever your freebie might be, but not having a way to funnel people through your list or onto your list first before they take that next action is a huge mistake that many of us make. I know for me for a very, very, very long time, I was just sending people straight to my, straight to my website. I wasn't even capturing any of their information. And a lot of us do this on social media platforms like Instagram. If you think about the link that you have in Instagram right now, what is that link doing? Is it sending people who you might not know who are clicking on that link straight to your website and you have no way of stopping them in between and making that connection first? Even if it's a pop-up and they click the little X and they don't want to opt in, what if I told you you had a 72% chance of getting somebody to actually click in opting into your email before they moved on over to your website. Would you rather have that, that chance of them opting in rather than never even having a pop-up and not knowing who is actually going to your website? I know I would. So the second thing is definitely make sure that you have an opt-in form. Okay. The third thing is not setting clear expectations before people actually join your list. This can be done right in your opt-in form. This can be done right on your full page. Like just, I mean, there's different types of opt-ins. You have pop-ups, you have full pages, you have half pages, but setting clear expectations of what people can expect 
when they jump on your email list. Do you want to receive blank, blank, and blank weekly? Or do you want to opt into our monthly newsletter? Or do you want to receive this freebie and then join a community where I email you bi-weekly? Let people know what they're opting into. Okay. The fourth thing is not offering value, but offering more sales. Now hear me when I say this. Okay. It's basically being too salesy in your emails. Now, if you jump into my community, okay. By going to savvyvip.club, cause we're right now I'm coaching you through how to build scale and launch your email list. Okay. But in that community, I do talk about that. You want to be selling with every email, but this looks different. Okay. And I'm going to explain. So if you don't sell in your emails on a regular basis, when you do go to sell, people are going to be really confused and they're not going to know how to take action because they're just not used to this type of an activity from you. So casual selling looks like providing so much value in your email, like seven steps to do this, or here's my latest video training, my free video training, and maybe it's a link to a YouTube video or something like that. And then at the very end of your email, you might say, P.S., did you check out the latest product that I just launched or PS? Did you register for my, for my next webinar or PS? Did you, you know, and that's where you insert the sale. Now that's casual selling with an email marketing, but where I'm saying the third, the fourth mistake here is where a lot of people are not leading with value. And instead they're selling too much is when people get the emails that are straight up, just sale like flash sale Friday, and then now it's flash sale Saturday and, you know, sale, sale, sale Sunday. I mean, it's, it, it just becomes too much. So limiting the sales or making sure that when you are selling in your email, it's done in a casual manner and you lead out the gate with tons of value. The fifth thing is an outdated email list. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will tell you now that we're almost at the 8k emails subscribers to my email list, you know, going through the thought of going through 8,000 emails to see what is alive and what's dead seems super over overwhelming. I'm not going to do it and I'm not going to have my team do it. But what you can do is most email providers allow for you to pay for a service and come in and have somebody, you know, check your email list to make sure you don't have any emails in there that are inaccurate. And why is this important? Because an outdated email list, what I mean by this is, is the email no longer active? Is the email mistyped? Is it causing bounce rates to increase with your email marketing system? If this is the case, we need to scrub those emails out of your email list. Okay. You can use email marketing platforms like Flowdesk and Flowdesk automatically does this. I love Flowdesk. I talk about Flowdesk all the time because, and I know other email marketing platforms might automatically do this, but this is why I love Flowdesk. I don't have to worry about keeping my email list updated because it automatically does it for me. Okay. The sixth mistake that most people or you want to avoid is no segmentation. So what is segmentation? Segmentation is grouping your subscribers in groups. Okay. It's not sending emails off to everybody or every email off to everybody, but only sending off specific emails to certain people based on what they asked to hear about from you. For example, I have 
my savvy circle. Okay. My savvy, my get savvy newsletter. That's a weekly newsletter that I send off every single week on Mondays. It not only gives you a mini training, it updates you on social news, what's happening, what's changing, what's trending, what's going on that you need to know about. And then it lets you know about upcoming talks, upcoming clubhouse rooms, upcoming wisdom chats that I might be a part of upcoming events, my podcast for the week that's launching. It lets you in on all the things that Whitney's doing and how you can plug yourself into different communities that I've been able to build or access certain information that I'm going to be dropping within this next coming week. So there's that email list, right? But then I have other email lists or segments or groups of people that people opt into. For example, maybe I have a Pinterest masterclass coming up or my hashtag masterclass. You know, Jerry might subscribe to my hashtag masterclass, but he did not subscribe to my Pinterest masterclass. I'm not going to send off an email letting people know, Hey, this Pinterest masterclass is going on. I'm not going to send that off to the people that registered for my hashtag masterclass because they didn't ask for the Pinterest masterclass. Okay. So segmenting your list and you can do this by creating different opt-in forms within your email marketing platform and driving those people that opt in into falling into those different segments or groups of people. This is so so, so important because if you're sending a ton of emails off to people that did not ask to receive them, you are going to get unsubscribes. You're going to get flagged as spam. And this is going to affect your whole business in the email marketing world and not a positive way. Okay. The seventh thing that you want to try to avoid is sending off emails from a Gmail address or a no reply email address. So I know a lot of us have, you know, Gmail or Yahoo or whatever your email client might be. And when you go to sign up for Flowdesk or MailChimp or Constant Contact or anything of that sort, it's going to ask you, you know, what's your email? Where are you sending from? If you have WhitneyK at gmail.com, the likelihood of those emails being delivered okay, to the people that you're sending them to is not going to be as high as you know, my team at WhitneyK.us. Number one, because it's an owned domain by me. And number two, it's just working better when it comes to these email marketing platforms. This is what they require. So simple tweak and workaround is number one, you can go buy a domain from GoDaddy.com, fairly inexpensive. Then you can go to Google admin. Okay. Sign up for Google admin, create an email from Google based on the domain, link the domain to Google admin. And it'll say, what do you want your email to be? It can be info at your or whatever you want it to be very inexpensive and boom, there you have your email works just like normal Gmail, but it's connected to your domain. You can use, um, GoDaddy's domain serve or not domain email services. Not my favorite. I like going through Gmail, um, Google admin. It just works a lot better. So that's my personal opinion, but that's a way that you can link it. And then you can sign up with your email marketing platform and have those emails sent off with that address. Okay. The eighth mistake that you want to avoid is a boring subject line or impersonal subject lines. 
Oh man, (laughs) this has taken me years of research and study and understanding of what works and what doesn't work, trial and error, testing different methods, but really figuring out what type of subject line connects with people is very, very, very important. Here's my best tips. Number one, pay attention to the emails that you are getting already from companies, from other individuals that you look up to and you've opted into their email list. Pay attention to how they're structuring their emails. Number two, pay attention to the emails that you actually click on and open. I'm not talking about from your mom or your dad or your friend or even your own company or business associate, but I'm talking about the email marketing emails that you actually click and open. Why did you click and open them? What was the email headline that made you click? And the number three is if you go to Google and you Google search headline analyzer, you'll probably pull up or you'll see one of the first recommendations is co-schedules headline analyzer. I use this all the time. Probably every single email headline that we're kind of coming up with as a team, we use this to help us determine whether or not we're going to run with it. So basically it analyzes your headline. And it'll give you a score from zero to hundred percent of how effective that headline is in the online world. So six tips on how you can do blank or whatever you type that in there and you hit analyze and it's going to spit back a number to you. I always recommend having over a 72% score. Me personally, I don't settle for anything less than over 80% for me and my company. So we always make sure that our email headlines get us ranking of 80% or higher. And it will also spit back if it's in 60 or 50%, it'll spit back recommendations and it'll tell you things that you need to change within your headline. So, so powerful. So again, if you go to Google and you search headline analyzer, this is really good too, for social media content, by the way, PS. Um, but Go to Google, Google search headline analyzer, and you will see co-schedule, co-schedule.com and their, their headline analyzer. Um, co-schedule is an email marketing platform that is a really great one. Again, I always recommend Flowdesk. You can go to my website, whitneyk.us forward slash faves, F-A-V-E-S, and check out all of the platforms that I use and um, access Flowdesk and every other thing that I recommend out there. Okay, let's move forward. So a boring subject line and an impersonal subject line. So number one, that covers boring, but make sure it's personal. Personalize the subject lines if you can with your email marketing platform. This makes it so much more clickable, okay? The ninth thing is pre-headers, okay? When you are sending off your email, you will have the option to put in your headline. And then the pre-headline is a one sentence summary of what your email is going to be about. This is so important. Okay. A lot of people just skip right over this. They don't even do it. They think it's not really even worth it, but there's something powerful about seeing the headline and then capturing that first sentence that, that attention grabbing sentence of what that email is about, because you might have a headline that initially I might read and think, ah, that's not really for me. But if I go on to read that little pre header, that one sentence and something in there grabs my attention, then you've got my click through. Then you've got me clicking on your email, opening it up and reading whatever you dropped in there. Okay. So the pre headers, make sure you do those. The 10th thing that miss uh, the 10th mistake that you want to avoid is wrong timing. Okay. 
I remember when I started off my first, when I kicked off my, me building my email list, (laughs) I was researching left and right all over the internet of what was the most effective time to send off an email. What was the best day of the week to send off an email? Where was I guaranteed to have the biggest open rate based on time and day when I send off an email? And to be honest, there's so many different, you know, opinions on this and best recommended days and best recommended times. But this again is why I love Flowdesk. And this is not me pitching Flowdesk, but I'm just explaining to you like what certain, and I've used everything. I've used Constant Contact. I've used ConvertKit. I've used MailChimp. I've used Aweber. I've used, I've used a lot of them. Okay. They are all great email marketing platforms. Don't get me wrong, but Flowdesk is where I landed and I love it probably because of the price and everything that's included in it. But with Flowdesk, what I love about this is when I'm going off to send an email, they automatically select the best optimized times based on my time zone and when I should send off my email. So if I select morning, you know, morning, afternoon, or evening, I select morning. And then it'll say, do you want to select your own time, which I can, or do you want to select the best optimized time for morning? I hit that. It populates a time for me. And I'll tell you what, I have a 32% open rate with my email where the average is around 19%. So I'm above average, which is good. I still would like to get that higher, but I do think that that attributes to my, my open rate when it comes to email. So making sure that you are sending off at optimum times. Okay. The 11th thing that you want to avoid is not having optimized emails for mobile devices. Yes, this can be a thing. Most email platforms today, when you are building out on them and sending off emails, they are optimized for mobile, but not all (laughs) y'all. I just got a little Texas on you. Not all of them are optimized for mobile. And this is very, very, very important considering a majority of us open our emails from our mobile devices. Okay. Again, if you want to go back to the stat that I read at the very beginning of this, 59% of millennials primarily use their smartphones to check email. Okay. While 67% of generation Z users scan their inbox from mobile devices. So more than half of these generations are checking their emails from their mobile devices. So it's very, very, very important that if they choose to open up your email, you have it optimized for their mobile device. The 12th thing, one of the most important things when it comes to email marketing that I recommend that you do not avoid. And again, this Thursday inside of my VIP community, you can go to savvyvip.club or go over to my Instagram by tapping on my face right now, click that link in my bio and get plugged into my VIP community. Your first month is only a dollar. After that, it's $24.99. You get weekly power trainings, monthly workshops, tons of value inside this community. Oh my gosh. I'm like, if you're getting value here, imagine what you get inside this community. I freaking love it. It's so much fun. But the 12th thing that I am going to be walking everybody through this Thursday at 7 PM, I'm walking them step-by-step everyone inside my community of what this looks like, how to build it out and why it's so important is your welcome sequence. So many of us, me included, avoided having a welcome sequence 
for new people that opt into your email. Most often they opt in and they get that thank you page, like, thanks for subscribing, you know, check your inbox in a week or whatever. But imagine having immediately a series of one to five emails over the course of a week or two weeks that go off getting people in to knowing a little bit more about you telling a little bit more about your story, explaining to them a little bit more about what they can expect, funneling them and leading them down to maybe your core offer. But what does this look like and how can you do this in an effective way that not only keeps your subscribers subscribed, but makes them engaged in what it is that you are sending them in your emails, makes them want to click and open every single one. And it's by having a proper welcome sequence built out and structured in a certain way in order to make that happen. And that is what I'm going to be sharing on Thursday. So I am encouraging you, whether you're watching and watching, whether you're listening to this live or you're listening to this on replay, that you get into my savvy community, you plug yourself in, you go through the previous trainings, they're all replay available. You play them, you get yourself going with your email marketing list or you start fine tuning the areas that you need to improve because this is so powerful when it comes to building, launching and scaling your digital marketing business. Hey, hey friends. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to another Uno Moss podcast. How can you support me moving forward? Head on over to Apple podcasts and leave me your review. It's your reviews that matter most. And I want to hear how much you are loving, not only this episode, but this podcast in general. And then if you are ready to build, launch and scale a successful and thriving social selling business, then you want to join me over in the savvy VIP community, head on over to social savvy influencer.com and learn all about how you can get started for $1 today to check out this amazing community intended for female entrepreneurs ready to level up in their business and their life and join me in your journey to building, launching, and scaling your successful online and digital business. I'll see you on the inside.